Welcome to episode 115 of the Business Fabulous podcast. In today's episode, we discuss the realities of entrepreneurship. And you're going to hear from a few different entrepreneurs as well as myself. And we have a wonderful, wonderful discussion about what it's really like, the ins, the outs, the goods, the bad, the ugly, about being an entrepreneur. Stick around for the good stuff. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today, we're discussing the realities of entrepreneurship. And being an entrepreneur can be exciting. It can be so fun. It can be flashy. It can be exhilarating. But it can also, at the very same time, be confusing, be exhausting, be very isolating. And you're going to need help no matter what, no matter what type of business you have, you will need help. In this episode, we talk a lot about what entrepreneurs really need, what they want, what they've got to have, the non-negotiables for running a sustainable growing business. And we have a really deep conversation during this content. Now, this content came from a clubhouse room that I did a while back in December. And I think you will really enjoy it. We have a heart-to-heart discussion. There are loads of great ideas, really good tips that are given. You might want to take some notes. I will tell you that in this episode, you might hear some background noise. Perhaps you hear my jangly bracelets. Not a good idea if you're going to be repurposing for a podcast, but it did come from a clubhouse room. So My apologies if the sound is not stellar. The content, however, really is. And I think you're really going to enjoy it. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in this wonderful world of ours. I'm Bonnie Frank. I'm a business coach and consultant. And we are going to talk about the realities of entrepreneurship. What is really the truth about entrepreneurship? And I have my balcony doors open, fresh air streaming in. I've got frothy coffee. I've got my notes. Let's go. All right. So, the very first thing that people don't really understand about business this is the reason, in my opinion, that most entrepreneurs go out of business within the first six months. Most entrepreneurs do not even make it six months. You probably don't even realize that most people go out of business that fast because they're going out of business before you even realized they had one to begin with. It is absolutely true. Research shows that the vast majority of entrepreneurs go out of business within the first six months. Those are the hardest months, by the way. (laughs) 
So they're stopping before they're even giving it a chance to get easier. They're stopping when it is the absolute hardest time. And then the next group of people who quit, quit somewhere before five years. The vast majority of people, way over 80%, do not make it five years. So I think that's something really important to know. Number one, if you've been in business for less than five years. And number two, if you've been in business for more than five years, you can know that you're in the minority. Hello, welcome to the minority, congrats. If you are starting a business, you can know that the first five years are going to be hard and the first six months, the hardest. That is really true. You know, most people do not realize that. And the most important thing that you have to have to have a successful, sustainable, growing business is health. It's not knowledge. It's not facts. It's not money. I mean, most people are very surprised to hear that, but that is the truth. It is good health because without that, nothing else matters. Most people quit because they can't keep up. They literally exhaust themselves. They can't keep up. They weren't that healthy to begin with, and they can't keep up the grind to keep it going. And so they quit because it's that or, you know, (laughs) die from exhaustion. And that is most people. Most people cannot sustain their businesses because they literally cannot sustain it. It's got nothing to do with money to put into the business because it takes a lot less money to run a business than people think and than people spend. People spend money very foolishly on their business and they'll say, oh yeah, you know, I have to get a loan to start my business. What? Have you even looked into how much you should be spending on the business? Why would you need a loan to begin your business? What is your five-year plan to pay back that loan? So whether you're in a product-based business or a service-based business, it may or may not cause you to take out a loan. But most people jump into it and say, oh yeah, then I'm going to get a loan. And What? You're going to get a, you're already talking about getting a loan before you've even worked out how much it costs to run your business. That's ridiculous. No one's going to give you that loan, by the way, unless you know how much it costs to run your business. So that's crazy talk. And nobody, nothing will grow long-term, not your business and not you as a person without good health. And there are four things that every single successful entrepreneur has, four things, and they all have the exact same four. Now, they might have more than these, but they all have at least these four, all of them. And I study a lot of successful people. I don't just follow them on social media. I study them. There's a big difference. They all have these four things in common. They all have a health regimen that includes eating and sleeping and exercise and routine. They all have all four of those. If you do not have a regimen with those things, you cannot possibly grow long-term. It doesn't mean you're never going to grow, but it means it's not going to grow long-term 
and it's never going to grow to the extent where it could. Every successful entrepreneur on the planet has all four things. They may have more. They all have some type of morning routine. They may also have an evening routine. They all have some type of sleeping and eating and exercise regimen, all of them. And they do not vacillate from their routine. They don't skip days. It doesn't matter if they're traveling. It doesn't matter what's happening in their life. They are still sticking to the routine. It's so, so important to know that. So they don't use the excuses of, oh, but I'm on vacation. No, it doesn't matter if they're on vacation. They still eat healthy. They still get X amount of hours of sleep a night, whatever they deem is necessary for them. They still exercise, even if, let's say, wherever they are doesn't have a gym. Or maybe because of COVID, the gym's not open. Okay, So they walk or run or, you know, outside or do push-ups in the hotel room or, you know, lift um, gallons of water if they can't get to weights, whatever it is. They will improvise and make sure that they get the job done because that is part of the regimen and that is part of their job. That is part of how and why they became successful and they never miss. It's so important. And most people don't realize that, you know, they just look at the glitz and the glamour of famous people and they're like, oh, well, you know, they have it easy because they have so much money, right? People have no idea how hard other people work. And most people probably have no idea how hard you work. And if you think you work hard, you should start studying some of these other people that you look up to. Don't just follow them on social media. Following them is not going to do anything. It's just following. Study them. Read about them. Really research them. Look at what they're doing. Find out what they're doing. That will really let you know what their life is like and how hard they're working. It's really, really important. I think it is uh, crucial to study other successful people so that you can know, you know, what works for other people. Doesn't mean you have to do the same thing. You don't. You could do whatever you want. It's your business. But I think it's very helpful to know what other people do. That, in my opinion, should give you a baseline. But it's got to show you some parameters of work and work ethic. And work ethic is not something that you have to be born with. Anyone who says that, I will disagree with them to the high heavens. I don't think you have to be born with with a work ethic or not. I think you can be, but I don't think you have to be by any stretch to be successful. I think you have to acquire it to be successful. I know that you do, but you don't have to be born with one. And you certainly don't have to be born with opportunities. And you certainly don't have to be born with money. You don't have to be born with anything. And and trust me, I, I built my business from scratch. Nobody helped me. I didn't have a coach. I didn't have training. I didn't have followers. I didn't have any money to put in my business. Literally, when I say from scratch, I mean from scratch. And I did it while raising my kids. So, I mean, I really feel like if I can do it, anybody can do it. Is it hard? Sure, it's hard. Of course it's hard. Yes, it's harder than I ever knew it would be. And if I knew it would be that hard, maybe I wouldn't have done it. I don't know. 
but it can always be harder, no matter how hard it is. It can always be harder. And I guarantee you, when you study people, you'll realize that and you'll see like, whoa, they did not have an easy time. I had no idea they went through X, Y, Z. All right. Any questions at this point? I would love to have anybody up on stage who has a question, wants to make a comment. I'm more than happy to have you up here and have you part of the conversation. Hey, Hoda. Welcome. Hi, Pearl. Hi, Bonnie. Thank you. I just have a quick question, Bonnie, um, regarding the work-life balance with kids. I also have two young children under the one just turned four and then I have a two-year-old, almost two-year-old, my God. But here's the deal. You know, work-life balance is a term that's been thrown around so loosely. And as a (laughs) mompreneur trying to launch a business and really make that happen, especially now with COVID and, you know, my daughter's out of school for 10 days quarantining. Like, how do you really be present? Like if you're sitting with your kid and you're trying to be present with your kids and then you get a work text or a work email and then you just like, you're not really fully there. I I struggle with that because I went down the perfectionist route where I tried to do it all, you know, and, and that doesn't, that's not healthy for anyone. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, a healthy work-life integration and what that looks like since you've already been down that path. How did you, what were some tips and tricks that allowed you to kind of find a healthy place? I don't want to use the word balance because I don't know if that even exists. Yeah. And I really appreciate your thoughtful question. I don't think it does exist. I don't, I think work-life balance is a complete oxymoron. I don't think there is a balance because something's going to give. And if you're totally focusing on your family, then you cannot be totally focusing on your work. And I'm going to use coaching as an example. So if you are a coach and you're having evening coaching sessions, group coaching sessions, so that you can reach people after their nine to five day and your kid has a basketball game, something's going to be missed. So, and that's just an example, like from my life. And I will tell you, I chose to never miss a basketball game. And mostly I was the only parent who went. And that's two kids across many states for many years of basketball. But I also worked when I was in those gyms, not while he was playing. I never missed one second while he was playing. And I would find the quietest corner I could, which is not so quiet. I always had my laptop or my phone or my tablet, something with me or my journal. And I would be taking notes on different things I was going to integrate whatever. And I would be working in between games and I would take all that with me and I would live stream from the hotel, right? So when he went to go practice before the games, I would be live streaming from the hotel or I would be doing a coaching session from the hotel. So I worked around my kid's schedule, whatever their schedule was, that's what was written in stone. And then I did my stuff around that. So if my kids were at school, that was time that I could spend building my business. But the second they came home, that's it. I was done. And that was a choice. Now, Hoda, I will be very honest with you. That's also one of the reasons why my business did not grow as quickly as I would have liked. Yeah. In my opinion, you can't have both. Somebody's got to be doing the business. Somebody's got to be taking care of the kids. Somebody's got to be making the dinner. Somebody's got to be doing the laundry. 
the stuff has to get done somehow. And yeah. so you're either going to hire out for it or you're going to do it or you're going to have a combo or your partner's going to chip in or something. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Thank you for your honesty and your feedback. Yeah, I think it definitely makes sense. I think it's just a matter of structuring around their schedule. And sometimes it's chaotic because their schedule is not set in stone, you know? Yeah. And and then you just get a bunch of curveballs. But I'm I'm like you where, you know, I prioritize the kids first, especially, you know, they're under the age of five now. And this is when they need me the most, you know? So, but yeah, I do realize that that's going to make my business grow slower. And I, you know, and I think it's just a, a matter of patience and timing and trusting the process. Easier said than done in this microwave society, right? But thank you. I appreciate your feedback. Sure. Yeah, I appreciate it. You can totally do it. And yeah. um, your kids will always need you the most. For sure. It's not, it's not zero to five. That's what all the books say. Trust me. Oh, <laughs> They're yeah. always going to need you the most. And it's always going to be chaotic. And that's part of being a parent. But it's like, man, you get one shot at it. For, For each sure. kid, you get one shot. Yeah, that's the hard thing, right? Present over perfect. And I think that's easier said than done. We exactly. Yeah. So Thanks I love that you came up here. Absolutely. And please feel free to stay up there so people can check you out. Hey, Pearl, welcome back. Good morning. Thank you for having me on stage. And I just loved the conversation that you and Hoda just had. You know, I don't have children, but I'm from a large community and a very close-knit family. And I was thinking about when you said the word choice. And I realized even before I started my business, I had made a subconscious and then it became a conscious choice to put my family first. Mm -hmm. And I literally, even at work, I worked, you know, for a corporate for a company and my bosses all knew that to the point where one of my best friends was pregnant and I went to the hospital three times that day because she kept going before she finally gave birth and it was a 45 minute drive each way and they didn't stop me like I think about this now and go why didn't they stop me they could have said you can't go but I had made that choice and lived mm -hmm. my life in such a way that no one even bothered to argue with me anymore about that that work was always going to be second compared to my community and compared to family and so I agree with both of you that you really can't have it all you have to make a choice and be okay with that choice and then live live your life accordingly and then people will understand the choice that you've made exactly and sometimes they won't understand Right. True. I mean, you know, so I mean, you're you're very lucky that your employer did understand and, and that, you know, they were OK with that. And I will tell you, not many, you know, it's not always the case. <laughs> it's not always the case. This is true. Um, this is true. I mean, I worked very hard, so I never everything got done. So I think that also helped. <laughs> well, sure. And I think it's important that people really know what their priorities are when they go into whatever type of business. I think it's important that you really know what your priorities are before you get involved in that business so that you're not surprised by what has to give when. And no matter how hard you hear it is, it is harder because yes. no one's going to share the hardest of the hardest. Well, and that was what I was actually coming up before you know, two of you started chatting was I didn't realize how important it was for me to have a structure. You know, I think that's when I came into the room as you were talking about people being successful because they have a structure and they don't deviate from it. I did not realize how important that was until I didn't have one and I had to create from scratch, meaning I, I came from a corporate setting. So I was used to a certain amount of my day was already prescribed to me, right? Because I had, you had to get to work, get work done, come back. 
And so the rest of my time was building it. All of a sudden, eight to 10 hours of my day was, I had to fill that in. And I, I felt like a kid who had never had sugar before. And I ate it abusively until I got so sick and then realized, what am I doing? Well, that's what it was with all of a sudden having a business. And it wasn't so much I had free time. It was just, it wasn't prescribed to me. And I had to now create that structure into my life. One, I had to accept that I needed that structure and then to create it and then not be so stuck on how my structure was before, but create it in such a way that it went along with the values and things that I cared about. I mean, you said that so beautifully, Pearl. Yes. Structure is so important. It's so important. Success is a choice. It is all a choice, but it all does require structure. And if you're somebody who like structure is hard for you, it doesn't come naturally, then you need to figure out a way to get it. So maybe that means using a certain type of planner, or maybe that means you get help from somebody, or maybe that means, you know, getting a little course on uh, like how to do QuickBooks, right? Something like that. Whatever it is, you have to figure it out, whether it's the structure of your everyday life, whether it's how to structure your day for your business, whether it's how to structure your family so that everybody gets everything they need every day. And I, and I think that is a, a learning curve. And I think it, it is a steep learning curve sometimes. I know it has been for me, but now it's a different story. And the people who are going to encourage you are probably going to be entrepreneurs because they're going to know like, oh, you, you told, you can, you got this. You can do this. I know you can do this. I've done this and I know you can do this too. The people who are going to encourage you are probably, and this is a hard one, not going to be your friends and family. That's the sad truth because your friends and family are going to want to, quote unquote, keep you safe. And your ego is going to want to keep you safe. Not ego in terms of bragging, ego in terms of real ego. Id, ego, super ego, that ego. Your ego is going to want to keep you safe. And your friends and family are going to want to keep you safe. And so those are the things and people that are going to keep you back. And then it's a choice as to whether or not you move forward. But everybody will have friends and family and their ego self-sabotaging or sabotaging or just saying, you know, you really need to get more sleep. Why don't you quit this silly thing? Whatever. Holding you back. Everybody's got that. Absolutely everybody. If there's one thing I appreciate about Clubhouse is you being able to build that relationship and rapport with other entrepreneurs because I agree with you Bonnie there were oh when I started it wasn't that my family or close friends um, weren't supportive they just their support I realized wasn't helping um, two other friends and I we started businesses around the same time so we started in a mastermind before we even knew what it was and when it was about three months in, they asked me, what do you need, Pearl? Have you done this, done this? And I finally looked at them with tears in my eyes saying, you know what? I just need some encouragement right now because I'm getting this from my dad, from my brother, from everyone else. I just need to be encouraged 
right now that I didn't make the worst mistake of my life. <laughs> so yes, that is a huge thing. Get that support because you're going to need it no matter how strong you are, how knowledgeable you are, how great you are, you are going to need it. So get it. So true. So true. And, you know, I am, I am always one to encourage people, but also in, you know, a way that is, is realistic. And if I don't think that something's a good idea, I'm going to tell people, but I'm also going to encourage them at the very same time to, to figure out how to be able to do that thing. Like Pearl said, you've got to understand and be okay with the fact that they're not trying to sabotage you. They just don't want to see you be hurt. So, and there, so there's a big, there's a big difference there. And I think that's really important to know. So I really appreciate you saying that Pearl. Thank you for sharing that. Hi, Aim. Welcome back. I'm loving all of this. I just wanted to circle back on something you were saying before, really all of, all of the gems. And I agree with you how well everybody in this in this group and in this conversation is really framing and phrasing what we all deal with. So here, here, I support, endorse everything that's been said. One thing that I'm noticing specifically this week is how excited I'm getting when I can double, triple, quadruple dip my time. Part of what you were talking about going to the basketball game. I'm never missing a basketball game. That's what I've prioritized, right? Part of what we were just talking about, I have an entire day whereas before it was prescribed for me. Now these eight hours feel almost too luxurious and overwhelming, even though you could easily fill them with 27 hours worth of things to do. So what I love doing is multiple tasks at the same time. If And I love to keep track of small tasks that I can do while I'm doing something else. So if you feel like you've ticked off lots of boxes simultaneously instead of feeling unbalanced. I've done everything as a mom today and nothing for my business. I've done everything as a business today and nothing as a mom. I've done everything for everyone else today and nothing for me. Like all of these things. I love that. I love that you said that. It is wonderful to be able to to double dip, as you said, right? It's like like waiting in line somewhere. Can you use that time to your advantage? Yes, you can. But you're going to have to be, you know, you're going to have to be smart about it. You know, maybe while you're in line, you can scan some receipts and that goes into your QuickBook. So something like that, right? So that you can really use the time you have because everybody's got the exact same amount of time. So how did Warren Buffett use his time differently? How did Bill Gates use his time differently? How are people spending their days? And that's why I said it's really important, I think, to study successful people, not just follow them, study them, because that's where you're going to see where they're doing exactly what Amy said. And everybody's got the exact same amount of time. So then it's got to be what they're doing with their time because money's not going to buy you more time. So I think that's really, really important. I wanted to reinforce what you're saying. That's why the habit that I practice and the one that I'm encouraging here is to, in your focused moments, start an Evernote, a list, whatever your, your methodology is, but create and keep handy a list of short tasks. I even have one called 15. It's my 15 list, things that can be done in under 15 minutes, no matter how difficult they are. And on that list, invariably, it's things like clean out the email, return a text, 
you know, check in with this person. You know, it's a lot of this bookkeeping kind of back and forth information that I need to do. Or if I'm doing concepting jobs, which is a lot of time, I'll just sit and think that can happen anytime I've got a spare moment. It's really just thinking work, thought work. I love that. The list of 15. (gasps) I love that. That is such a good idea, Amy. What a fabulous conversation. I have absolutely loved this. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I love that you all were. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I'll see you around Clubhouse. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Business Fabulous. Being an entrepreneur is sometimes not all that people really think it is. And I hope that this really brought home the realities of entrepreneurship for you. If you have any questions or you want my help at any time, please feel free to reach out. You can email me, listener at bonnielfrank.com. You can leave me a voicemail on my SpeakPipe, which is at speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous, or you can go to my podcast page at bit.ly forward slash business fabulous. And right in the middle of the page is a bright orange button. Click that button, talk into whatever device you see the button on, and leave me up to a 90-second voicemail. You can ask any question that you would like. You can put a comment. You can just talk to me, whatever you want. I am here for you. Being an entrepreneur is all about getting the support that you need when you need it. And I am absolutely here for you. Thank you so much for being a wonderful part of the Business Fabulous family. We'll talk soon.